0: Welcome to the FPL Dawns Podcast. I'm Joey and today I have L.E. with me. L.E., how are you doing, sir?
1: I, I am doing good. I am doing good, you know, especially after my returns this game week. You know, it's good to be back as well on the show.
0: Okay, okay. I, li- I like the sound of that. It seems like on a positive note. Obviously, we, re- we have to review the game week that we just concluded like some hours ago so and there's nowhere to start than the last game which was my new liverpool i will say thoughts but there are too many thoughts so i'm just going to ask you from an fpl standpoint how was that game for you
1: okay so let me try i'm going to split this into as many you know as few as few points as i can um i own salah and bruno so their returns were you know they were very welcome and I also own Nat Phillips, you oh, know. Wow. Um, yeah, he was one of my um, less popular picks, I should say, you know. And there was a period in the first half where I thought he scored an own goal. Then he was denied a penalty and then he got the assist. So that little six point swing for me was I was I was I was ecstatic. Um, Rashford, I didn't own. I wish I did um, considering he got he got a goal. Um, but from an FPL standpoint, I think that game was very, very good to me. You know, Trent, Phillips, Salah, Bruno, all had returns, and I owned them all. So for me personally, that was a very good game.
0: If I'm correct, you also own Cavani, because I'm looking at your team currently. Did you? Or did oh yes, you not own Cavani. I, I,
1: I, 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 I actually own Cavani. So you look at I, that. You're
0: selling yourself shorts, man.
1: I was, you know, uh, till now, I'm still I'm still focusing on um on Phillips points because I'm just I'm just surprised. So I t- I totally forgot I owned Cavani. That's yeah, I
0: think I, I have something like that in my team. But I think I'll get I'll get to that uh, much further in the in the show. Uh, for me, I'm just going to keep it simple. There were six goals in that game and uh, I had five returns from my players. So it was a good game a game that we have waited for for the longest, for almost more than 10 days, but it finally happened, and boy, it was a game. Uh, Before before yesterday, I had uh, I had some points. I had 80-something points, and I was like, oh, I have six people in one game. Like, how is that going to happen? How am I going to maximize that? And at 88, I ended up with 120. That's 30 points from one game. So that was like, yeah, that, that was like the best that could happen. If they told me yesterday that, okay, I was going to get that from that game. So that game was like, the best FPL outcome that could could happen in anything. So, yeah, well, I'm delighted. Um, and nothing else I can say. I'm delighted with the game. I had uh <laughs> Greenwood. I had six people: Greenwood, Salah, Jota, Trent. Uh, I can't forget there are so many. There's six of them. I had three three players from both teams. That's just the shot of it. Uh, enough about. I mean, I I feel like we can go on and on at this game, but you know, for the sake of Everything. I mean, Greenwood had 19 points. Bruno um, Bruno had 19 points. Salah had 13 points. I think Rashford had 13 points. So, Trent had 16 points. Like the game just, you know, the game was just uh, was just an FPL bonanza for me. For enough yep. just for me. I, didn't, I don't. I don't. not own all those guys. But yeah, uh, we're going to go to Leicester. So before when I started doing the rundown for this episode, I wrote <laughs> I'm looking at it right now and I wrote Leicester learned nothing from last season. And I think I still I'm still going to go with that. I think they have not learned anything from last season. But obviously Mario's weekend sign handed them a win and Arsenal win against Chelsea just threw a ball in the top four race. So uh I don't think I'm going to dwell too much on that. So we're just going to go straight into the FBL talk. Who was your biggest W from game week thirty-five? <laughs>
1: It's going to have to, for me personally, it's going to have to be Phillips. And, (laughs) you know, and, and I'll tell you why, because he was a four point, a four million defender, right? I literally, I literally only brought him into my team to sign attendance. I, I needed a very cheap defender to enable me, you know, Beef up the other parts of my team, and he was, you know, the only the only asset I could own at four million. So, so yeah, I really uh, had I low that. expectation, low expectations for him. But for him to get, you know, um, a clean double digits against Southampton and Man United, that was really something. I was really not expecting anything from him this 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 double game week for Liverpool. So for me personally, I would have to go with Phillips in my team.
0: Okay, uh, yes. Uh, he was an in- enabler, is basically what you're saying. Uh, uh, And you didn't expect much from him. He was giving Trent numbers, assisting in one and keeping clean sheet. That's kind of stuff Trent, Trent does. So yeah, I I think i will going to go with the same theme for you. Someone I expected little from. Someone that has been my biggest L for three straight episodes, for people that have been listening, you know him. <laughs> He's Berleno. Berleno is my biggest you, And I could have easily gone for Greenwood because greenwood got 19 points for me. I had Bruno. But Leno, I feel like, okay, he, need, he needs his W more than anyone else. After all the else he has accumulated. He has gotten zero points for the last three game weeks for me. But this week, it was a double game week. In my mind, I knew that Leno was not going to play. Or I thought, since we already know what happened. I thought Leno was not going to play... Uh, one game at least. And I was thinking it's the West Brom game. He was going to definitely start against Chelsea. So I was like, I didn't want to make a transfer for Lennon. was going to get to a transfer for another goalie with two games. And I was not just sure about it. So then I was like, okay, you know what? And then the Mayu triple game week came. I was like, okay, definitely. My transfers are going towards Mayu assets. And I did that. So uh, last minute, I think I was talking to you and uh Ovie, I told mean, him, I'm not going to sell Leno, I'm just going to risk it. I'll accept the two points for what it is if it comes against Chelsea. And then, you know, lo and behold, <laughs> he starts against West Brom and I'm like, oh, look at that, I'm golden, this, keep this clinched against West Brom. Next thing, Arsenal is playing, coasting. They don't even test um, Leno. Leno doesn't score any goals. I know this story is becoming too long, but I just want to <laughs> give people why Leno is my biggest W. <laughs> big w. They, score, they score against Arsenal, and I'm like, look, this is the reason I should have sold Leno. So I'm like, now he's not going to get anything against Chelsea, and I'm not going to go deep in the Chelsea game. He kept the clinch against Chelsea, made four saves, two bonus points. Leno ended up with 11 points for my team. So Leno is my biggest W to make it shot. But yeah expected a little from him and he was a roller coaster but he ended up with 11 points so Berlino, my biggest w uh what about your biggest, that's awesome. uh, yeah definitely a <laughs> very long story but i just feel uh, like i need awesome. get off my chest because i was like like a proud dad finally my failure of his son has you know risen up the ranks uh your biggest l
1: for me personally, my biggest L's are two midfielders. Ooh. One that, one that I had been backing for quite some time. I remember a couple of weeks ago, um, you know when I I can't remember who it was I was transferring out. I think it was um, Son or or I had you know a lot of money in my midfield, so I went for Mason Mount. I bought Mason Mount a couple of weeks ago. I think four or five game weeks ago, and since then he has been returning. You know, I've I've been happy with you know the assist here or the odd goal here. It's been nothing. I, I've had no complaints with him. But this game week, you know, especially given um, the form Chelsea are in, and you know they just called they just reached the Champions League final and they were playing Arsenal. <laughs> I really expected something more from him. Um, it turned out, you know. Thomas Tuchel didn't fancy him against Man City. I don't know why he was resting him for that game. So he got a big fat zero do, in that he, game.
0: He, he didn't want to give too much away for the final because obviously I think Mason must be the first name on the list for the Champions League final. But yeah, under
1: under understandable. But um, you know that 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 had a negative impact on my FPL, which is all I'm concerned <laughs> about, really. Um, I hear you. And my second my second L. Oh, two
0: Ls! Ha- wow. Hello. Okay. Yeah, hey, it, it, yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my second L would be the midfielder who I took um, I took a hit to bring in because I really really expected more from him and that was James Ward Prowse at Southampton uh, um, I, feel you, I didn't I really you know I, I was ready to settle for the two points against Liverpool I didn't figure they would have much to do against Liverpool so I was ready to accept just the two points so when that happened that went according to plan I was satisfied with the two points right but Looking at the Crystal Palace game, right, I really expected him to have at least one assist or, you know, chip in with a goal. But then they ended up winning 3-1. And he, had and, ha- and he had nothing to do with three goals. So that, to me, is why he, alongside Mason Mount, are my two biggest Ls in my team this game week. What about you?
0: Well, well, since you're, I'm, going to, I'm going to try to keep up with you, because you're giving two L's and I've been contemplating who I was going to give my L's to. That's good So, I'm going to go with Castani and Shaw. And basically they 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 both have identical problems. They they both had double game week. Shaw I brought in for this game because for this triple game week. Obviously missed the Leicester game completely, so that's zero. I don't really I think I kind of expected that. But then he considered four in one game and the team the the the, uh, the, the match you expected him to return in, which was for me, was the Aston Villa game. He didn't return. He didn't get anything. Oh, it turns out to be Bisaka providing the assist. And then he considered four, so zero. So he ended up with two points in a triple game week. That's a big L. Castani, same thing. Newcastle game, I expected him to return. He ended up playing right centre back, uh, considered four goals, nothing. And then the more difficult game against Mayu. He just considered the one goal, two points in a double game week. So both of them, two points, two Ls. Castagne, Shaw, no long story, my two biggest Ls this week. And happened to be the only two double, double game week people in my team that did not return any points. So yeah, biggest Ls for me. Uh Cassani and Shaw. I'm not so, sure. so did you
1: did you did you take a hit to bring in any of those players or were they like previous previously no, owned players?
0: Cassani previously owned. I've owned him since uh I, game, I think Game with thirty two game with thirty three. Uh sure I did not take a hit. He was a free transfer. I sold uh Rich James, which at the end of the day turned out to be a good transfer and from the out perspective, but the in perspective of being sure wasn't great but i don't regret uh bringing in Shaw because i had a lot of people around me that own Shaw, and i just couldn't live with that and obviously it's all of us are going to drown with the points so uh yeah uh i'm happy i'm, I'm not happy with Shaw. obviously it's my biggest system, but I, i'm happy with my team going forward and i think i like Shaw for game week 37 uh full disclosure game week 37 is going to be on tuesday and wednesday Wednesday, I believe, so we're going to be looking at Game Week 36 and 37 as a whole just to cover up everything. And uh, speaking of covering everything, uh, let's start looking out towards Game Week 36 and 7. Who are your uncut gems, your differentials? Who are you looking at? Uh, In what aspect? People are under the fixtures, I'm under 10%, and just the reasons why you feel like we should look at them and
1: so my first differential for me is um, Danny Ings, right? I am looking Ooh. at Danny Ings as a potential replacement for uh, Cavani because I only really brought in Cavani for the triple game week that Man United had. Um, Understandable. So I'm I'm really considering bringing in Danny Ings for for um, Edison Cavani. Firstly because obviously he doesn't blank in 36 he, he plays um Fulham a relegated an already relegated Fulham so i believe Scott Parker may may play some of the um the fringe players in that game and um so i really believe that and and Danny Ings scored to, uh, scored a brace in the, in the last game so i uh, against crystal palace so i think this would be you know and just come back from injury and you know he's sort of on a roll. He would be someone he he is definitely someone I am seriously considering, and with ownership of just above six percent, yeah. I really think that he can make a huge difference if he returns for you um especially given that um there are only um eight eight fixtures this 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 game week um, my second differential sorry go on.
0: Yeah, speaking of... And he also plays Leeds at home in Texas, which is also a good fixture. So, yeah, I think for the next two game weeks, Danny Ings looks good. I, 6% for Danny Ings just looks like a steal, to be honest. Uh, I didn't know. I thought it was like at least 15% because people have won Danny Ings over this the distance. I think if Danny Ings he his he delivers. That's just that's just the fact. That's there's the nothing, truth of it. Yeah. There's nothing there's nothing to... there's no yeah. two ways about it. Danny Inks is fit. He will deliver. The only problem you can have him and he might just not finish the game. That's when he doesn't. But Danny Ings, okay. he does it. Uh your number two was who you said?
1: So my number two is split between two players. Right. Wow. Um
0: you're just milking me today, s- aren't you? <laughs> I'm
1: not it's you know, I'm 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 trying I'm not I'm not trying to cover all angles, but it depends on and this is down to, you know, I haven't watched many Newcastle games this season.
0: Oh, Newcastle. Um, Interesting, yeah. Yeah.
1: So um the reason why I'm picking these players, you know, you you may you make a choice between between um between either either of them, right? And the first reason is because they play Man City. Man City have already won the title. You know, I expect to see players like Mendy, Nathan Aki. these guys make appearances for Pep. He would heavily rotate his squads, right? And that's the reason why, and then Newcastle after the Man City game, they play an already relegated Sheffield United in 37. Mm. So, these two players, they're fairly the same price. They're they're, they're fairly, you know, in the same price range. One is 5.1, and the other is 4.7. One's ownership is 3%, the other's ownership is less than one percent i think you you're which going player? with this uh can you guess which players these are
0: i think i can guess one is one has to be joe villock
1: correct and the, and the other uh, and the other is uh St. have seen maximum. Um, yeah i knew that's where you're going with it oh
0: uh, yeah those are let me yeah let me listen to what you have to say i'm not going to judge so much i'm just going to listen because you, know, you know that's g- what we're here to do
1: Gameplay wise, like I said, I haven't watched Newcastle, but I mean they're coming off a a wonderful victory against um, a fairly difficult Leicester team at Leicester's home. So that 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 should you know ginger them to play against a weakened Man City team and then against Sheffield. an already already relegated Sheffield United, which is why you know left to me personally, I would go with Saint Maximim. I think he has the more attacking. Potential. Yeah, he's
0: more he's more explosive. He's more interesting.
1: on but Joe Willock is more clutch. So yeah. you know, it's 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 up to you. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset if I pick uh, either and 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 the other returns. You know, it was simply just a case of um uh um six of one, half a dozen of the other. So these would be my two differentials. Well, not practically three, three but <laughs> but it's it's def it's definitely between um Ings and um the guys at Newcastle.
0: Okay, I mean, I mean, as usual, just to press on to what you are saying, Carl Molson was part of my differential uh, picks before we got the news that he got injured, he's out for the season. Because I felt like that Man City game, like you said, could be a shuffled Man City as, as they have already won the league. 37 already relegated Sheffield and 38 as well already relegated Fulham. So I think the running was like the perfect one for him. So yeah, I definitely... I I wouldn't I wouldn't go with anyone else but Callum Wilson. But with Callum Wilson out, I, I I understand why you are you are picking at Joe Willock. And their differential picks, they are not they don't do anything. They don't do much to your team, you know. But if they do, if they if they actually get returns, like they can sky, skyrocket your rank and stuff. So I I uh understand understand where you're coming from. For me, uh, my two uh differential picks. The first one is they're both under six percent, and they have. What I'll call the best running or one of the favorable runnings, last three games of the season. Um, the first one is Mika Antonio. Antonio is someone like Danny Ings that once he's fit, he delivers. He doesn't deliver as much as Danny Ings, obviously. He's under 6%. His fixtures are going in Brighton. Brighton that is, uh, out, um, that is without a suspended dunk. And we just heard that Veltman is injured. He relegated West Brom. And it's Southampton that has not been good, great defensively like all throughout the season. So, those are his three fixtures to end the season. Mm-hmm. And West Ham could still, with all the fixtures, how the fixtures have gone right now, even though they didn't do their parts, but the fixtures have gone their way. The results have gone their way still. And they could still be fighting for Champions League. So, you expect a full-strength West Ham side. And I think Antonio is one to look at. The second one is one of my favorite players in FPL and outside FPL. Is a raffinia for Leeds. He's also under six percent back from injury. Played thirty-one minutes versus uh, Spurs. Created the most chances of anyone on the pitch, even the ones that started the game. He has Burnley, Southampton, and West Brom. Basically, the same fixtures with uh, Antonio, but flipped kind of. He's like the engine for Leeds. He got an assist against uh, Spurs. He he's creative. He's the creative engine, and I think I feel like he's uh, if if, uh, what's his name, Bielsa starts him, and in these games I think he can, he has he has the potential to go go crazy or do numbers, he has proven himself he doesn't always he's not the greatest finisher, but he creates chances, and with Leeds, with their newfound confidence, I think their goal would be one, to want to finish in the top 10 this season, and and with those, with that, uh, with Rafinha, and Bamford, and Rodrigo and everyone just back, and you know, firing, I feel like yeah, Rafinha is someone that could that could do do stuff for you, especially with this this running last three games, you just want to I guess try something different. He doesn't seem like a differential pick, but he is under six percent. So yeah, Antonio and Rafinha are my two differential picks. But I like your differential nice. picks as well. Nice. Okay. Uh yeah, uh we so I mean obviously differential our differential picks are not usually the people who are targeting. so sometimes mm-hmm. people are targeting are over and um, their ownership is over 10%. So who are you? I'm not saying who are you transferring into your team. You could be leaving your team if you like it, but who are you thinking of? Or if you're not thinking of anyone, who would you say people should be looking at to transfer into their teams for game week 36 and 37?
1: <clears throat> so for me, um one player I'm definitely looking at, you know, and is is um Carver Lewin at Everton. Okay. Um, like I said, I have a hole in my team to replace Edison Cavani and he fits in like a glove. I have to, you know, think heavily, you know, whether I given his fixtures, whether I would choose him over over Danny Ings. Mm. Because at the moment he has the toughest last game out of the two of them between he and um, Danny Ings he plays City on the last day but then that game could be a meaningless game so City could field you know uh, maybe their third 11 we never know but at the same time depending on how the table goes Ancelotti may also heavily rotate his Everton team but I think for game week 36 and 37 and you know the last this this double game week he has definitely passed the eye test. I mean the game today at Aston Villa was very very frustrating. I think uh, Aston Villa did very well to not concede today, and then um, <clears throat> in the in the other game where he he got the, he he scored the he scored the goal that beat West Ham, you know, and that that dampened West Ham's chances at Champions League. So definitely Carvalho Carvalhoing is someone I am. Um, let me see. 70, Seventy to 80% confident that I might bring him in to replace Cavani. And he's just 7.6, I believe. Or is he, has he risen? Yeah, 7.6%. He's still, still 7.6. 7.6. So yeah. that's that's definitely someone I'm looking to bring in. Other positions, I think, in my team are kind of secure, so I haven't really okay, yeah, looked that's around fine. yet.
0: That's fine. So uh before before this, uh before you said Dalvin uh, he was also part of my transfer targets, and I am 90. 90% sure I'm bringing Kavaloen in. Uh like you all the I'm just going to re- reiterate all the points. He looks on form. He's playing Sheffield at home, already already relegated. I've done something since game week 31. I've targeted Sheffield and I think I've all the people I've put in place to go against Sheffield i have gotten me points. Bar. Veltman. Just Veltman wasn't the one. And Brighton always is the point. So, it has been a successful formula for me and I feel like I'll still continue doing and this year is the best player in a best FPL asset in Everton and I feel like bringing him for that Sheffield game is like a no-brainer. So, I'm on 90% and it's someone I've been looking at as well. Also, I think Sheffield played Crystal Palace and I read some stats somewhere that Benteke against Sheffield won the most aerial duels in that game. And oh, wow. aerial Duel. aerial duels. You call that's just you're, you're speaking Dominic language. He's the king of the air, and if the same Sheffield's is going to let him do, I feel like he can do so much damage. And Dominic definitely someone I'm looking at. I'm pairing him up with Look because someone has to supply the crosses that Dominic Appleton is going to be on the end of. And I think the clinch is almost nailed on for Everton against Sheffield because Sheffield is just not good. They're the worst team in the league, as the table shows and everything else and they're educated. So, Dinier and Dominic Cavalewin, double Ds, guys I'm looking at to bring into my team. And they play home to Sheffield, and they'll play again home to Wolves, and obviously, like you said, they're playing City, but who knows the City lineup then? Uh So, Dominic Cavalewin and Dinier, they're looking like the guys I'll be targeting, or... For me, for my team specifically, but if you are not, obviously, maybe you have Dominic Cavulun. Bamford is another another interesting pick to look at. Same fixtures as Rafinha, Burnley, Southampton, West Brom. Three good fixtures. I think he plays in all those games and leaves look to try and finish strong. So yeah, uh, uh, then i said Dominic Cavulun. I also say Dominic Cavulun, Dini, and Bamford. are guys you should look at for thirty six and thirty seven and you know thirty eight. Who knows? Uh, but you know for to. To bring in guys you have to like remove guys or you have to replace them or they have to be mm-hmm. there has to be a hole somewhere. So why you why you looking at why are you looking at replacing your team or who's who's who are you? You look at your team sheet and you're like, I don't like this guy, even if you're not going to replace him. Like who are those people? Do you have any of Connor, <laughs>
1: Connor Cody. i
0: can I say something I... before you start. Connor is not leaving my team because he has a fixture in 36. So I'm just going to say that before you, you go in.
1: I I really, really don't <laughs> like looking at him in my team. And Me too. If, if I wasn't only scatting it of Cavani this game week, he would be the first person on the, on the boat out my team. Simply because the disappointment that that Wolves team brought, given the fixtures <laughs> that they had, I expected so much more from them. He was 4.8. You know, it was. I remember. It was well, looking back. I should have bought holding instead of him because over the last, um, I think I bought him in five game weeks ago, six game it's weeks game ago. Game week thirty one. Yeah, I think that was Three when days. I bought him in. Um, over the last, it would have been more, you know, more profitable for me to bring in. Um, Hindsight to 20, or, oh, to
0: 20, I must say
1: that that is true. That is true. But you know, as you said, I do not like seeing him in my team and. Even more so, because he has played so many games for me, that is another reason why his twos and ones have hurt so much, so definitely mm-hmm. Conor Cody, I'm getting rid his fixtures as as well are not even appetizing to say the least. <laughs> I do not see where, I do not see where a clean shit is coming because he plays Kane, then he plays Mike albert leing, then he plays. You know Bruno and Rashford in the final <laughs> game, so <laughs> I really I, I like I do like not how you see
0: put the players and not the team, but yeah. <laughs>
1: you know, I really do not see where um, yeah it doesn't it doesn't look the points are coming.
0: Yeah, uh, for, the, for Cody, <laughs> I, I would say the only reason he's just going to sign attendance like you said, for me because I have only right now I have only eight eight players playing in 36 because 36 they blank obviously yeah. i think everyone knows Leicester, than my arsenal and chelsea are not playing so our mm-hmm. uh, code is just going to be there just to be there i'm no i don't like him i don't think he's going to provide anything but i'm not looking to ship him out just because and yeah so but i understand the frustration and if you want to take him out but maybe your team is you know sitting different than mine is there anyone else you're looking
1: at at the moment, you know, given the structure of my team, those two guys, Cody and Cavani. Well, Cavani was only brought in for the triple game week, so yeah, Cody and Cavani. 7%. Yeah, he has yeah. he has done his, he has done his duty, so it's time to, it's time to leave. Um, okay. But yeah. there's uh, at the moment just those two.
0: Okay, I, I get that. I uh, understand. For me, I I do not own Cavani. And I said, I'm going to leave Cody because, you know, I, I own Cody, but I can't. I'm not going to remove him because it's just hustling backwards, basically. For me, it's the, my Leicester duo of Castani and Iain uh I don't think, I think Leicester City, still, I don't think that win against Man was convincing enough. He played against his second second team. Uh, I don't feel like, there's no reason for me to feel like, oh, Leicester is going to have a strong end they're going to play Chelsea. They're going to blank in 36. So that's zero for both of them. And then they come out to Chelsea and Spurs. Ian H has done so much that I feel like, okay, selling him, you know, might not be the right move, but he's he's blanking zero. And I'm going to Dominic Havaloon, most likely. So I I just feel like, yeah, it's it's not the it's not the greatest move. I don't I'm not I don't feel very comfortable with it, but I'd rather it's if Cavalier is playing and he's not playing, that's, you know, Cavalier is definitely better. And Cavalier has better fixtures than him. Castania, I think he's like Cavani, you know, um, he has deserved his purpose. He had that goal, was fantastic in game week uh, 33, I believe, but since then has just been down. And I think uh, because of uh, Evans' injury, mm-hmm. he's been playing right center back in their five defense. So he doesn't even look like. Anything. He's not playing 36, and when he comes back in 37, he's playing against Chelsea, and that game is going to be very pivotal for the top four race. And I just don't feel like it's a game I want to be backing any less. That players because Chelsea are going to make that game as difficult as possible. Um, Chelsea is going to make that game as difficult as possible for Chelsea. So I'm looking to see if I don't know. I've not looked at the budget to bring in Dini and D- Dominic Cavallo in for Castagne and <laughs> I'm not sure. These are the two guys I'm looking to ship out. So. Uh for me, my Man assets, the ones I have, I'm just, I think I'm going to bench them because of that game in 37 against Fulham at home. That would be fans to be coming back into the stadium. I feel like Oligonia Gunnar Solskjaer wants to give his, the fans a show with all the turbulence, you know, with the fans and everything. They might want to show off. So I feel like I'm just going to stick with my Man assets and just leave them and see what they can do for me in 37. And then in 38, I will re I reconstruct and see what uh what I can do, but yeah, for me those are the guys that I'm looking at and I'm looking to replace them with Dominic Cavlin and Dini. So you know any thoughts or any footsteps or what are you doing or or you? No, I, you I definitely agree. agree.
1: At, the, at the At the moment, I am leaving. Um, you, you raised the vital point regarding Cody, and I just looked at my team and I cannot afford to sell uh senior man this game week because I'll have to take a hit to bring it somewhere else. And so that means oh. Cody, you know, Cody, Cody would play in his place. Um, but I think for me that would be it. Looking forward fixture wise, uh, Leicester are not looking good. So I would look to ship out your Leicester assets as soon as you can afford it. You know, if you're t- if you're no. willing to take, yeah. if you're willing to take a hit, you can do that. I'm I personally cannot afford a hit. Um. But I would definitely look to shipping, shipping out my Leicester, especially the defenders.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I'm I'm on eight. I'm going to take a hit to probably take me to 10. I think 10 is like a good number for me going into this week. Uh, and another thing with the lesser thing is, unless you are going to stick with these guys at the end of season, this is the time to sell them in 36. If you feel like, okay, I'm going to keep him in at nutshell 37 and 38, then fine, keep him. But if you feel like you're not comfortable with that Leicester games um with that Chelsea game, then I don't think there's any points of keeping Ian H or Castani or whoever you have, Vadi, Madison. Just I think this is the perfect end. If you don't sell them, I think you've missed the ship and you just let them ride out because who knows what they'll do in thirty seven. And they'll play Chelsea in the FU Cup final on Saturday, then play Chelsea again, which will be like a another final, like a Champions League place final in uh, on Tuesday. Which could be a very interesting game, but I just I don't want to be involved in that game from an an FPL standpoint. I want to be involved in more games like Man U, Liverpool that we just saw. Those <laughs> are the kind of games I want my players to be involved in. But I just feel like Thomas Tuchel is going to, is going to, going to drain that game all out of any juice that Leicester will be offering. So yeah, I'm just going to, uh, just going to. Excuse myself from that one. I'm going to exempt myself. A bad fixture. You know? 100%. Yeah, so best way to just lose my Leicester assets uh, now in 36 and, you know, for 37. So uh seems like we're just rolling through and it's bonus points time, yeah? So uh, mm-hmm. do you have any bonus points for us?
1: Bye, Saka. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Saka blanked in the uh, team, so That's a fail. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that 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 was a joke. Um, bonus points. I would say try not to get. Um, I know it is a blank, but there are only four teams missing. Missing the game week. Don't get quarter. Very, you know. f-
0: very, very four. I know. I was going to say that those are very four important FPL teams. Mind you, Chelsea recently. Mind you, Chelsea, especially mind you, people are bought into mind you. Chelsea, people have bought into their defence. Leicester, people have bought defenders because of their fixtures. Uh, Arsenal, okay, not so much. But, like, those three teams are, like, pivotal. So, chances are most teams will not have 11. So, I mean, go ahead. (laughs) I mean,
1: I was going to say, if if you have, you know, if you have a chip such as, you know, free hit or bench boost, then you could. But I was going to say my 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 i was going to say you know i i understand that those teams are very important to to all of us here at in in, in the fbr family but don't get caught up in fielding yeah. 11 perfect Eleven, players
0: yeah. for this game
1: so you know all of us are in this situation we all own bruno we all you know maybe 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 not Somewhere, all, all of us you. but you know we sure or wambisaka or rashford or greenwood be we all we're all getting hit by this blank game week um so don't get caught up trying to take hits to bring in to replace these players that are missing because they're all going to be back in in 37 you know and this is the time where mini leagues are you know you know um, (laughs) your 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 position is cemented over what you do from now till the end of the season um so don't don't take unnecessary hits to try to field 11 players for this for this game because you'll be buying into teams that you're not confident in. So I think that was that was that was the point I wanted to make.
0: Okay, yeah, I hear you. And yeah, that number 11. I think I think the last time we had this thing I went uh quality over quantity and that's basically what I'm going to say again. Like even if you're going to you better have to have Nine gunmen, you know, than just eleven guys. Just not, not kicking. Not you know, they're not. They're just interesting pictures Just there, like someone like like I have Davies in my team, Aston Villa's Davies. He looks like he has a picture, but he's no one. He's probably going to get one points at best from the bench because of Ollie Watkins is back. So let's say you're fielding and you look at your team and you say, Well oh, I have eleven players," in but you know. In actuality, I do not. I have ten players, so that number is just a fallacy. I would say, just get look at the, you, the people who are going to score you points, even if it's nine of them. If you captain well and do all those things, I think you will be okay. So, uh, yeah, don't look at all those numbers. Like, don't get caught up, like Leonard said. Uh, for me, yeah, my my bonus points is or my first bonus points. I think I, I wrote two. Unless you're in a luxurious position, like Leonard has said, with your free hit or wildcard, or for some reason you have eleven players on a bench, don't buy city players. <laughs> That's from to say. Don't buy Manchester City players. It's just for a for a week that we need our guys to be short starters, to get points, you don't want to buy into that that gambler's team you know and I mean pep. You don't want to buy in that role. Eh? You don't want to do all that. I think just avoid if you have someone that's true like me or L E struggling with uh you know, having filled in eleven players. I I think if you're going to your your one transfer or two transfers that you have, just avoid City players. Go for sure guys like we've mentioned them, Like of Dominic Havelowin, Dnier, <clears throat> Bamford and Ings. That's <clears throat> Danny Inks. Yeah. People like that, you know that they are going to start. But there's no one in Manchester that you tell me right now, besides Edison, that you say, okay, definitely. He's definitely going to start. So I think just avoid City. And then maybe you can, on 37, or whenever they're playing their home game, you can kind of look at the likes of Aguero and stuff. But yeah, for now, don't, don't risk it. Uh, second bonus point is, and this one, I think I saved this bonus point to when you are going to be on, is don't be a Lone Ranger. And when I mean by low-ranger, there are people that play FPL, but when they want to make their transfers, they do not tell anyone because I think they, they think it's an edge or they don't want people to talk them out of it or stuff like that. I think that's not the way to play the game. The game is an experience. You share your teams with people. People tell you the pros and cons and stuff. And I think that's helped me and obviously that's helped you when we talk about our teams and we share our teams. And sometimes we get it wrong and you come back like, you told me to sell this guy. I should have gotten this guy. But I feel like don't be a low-ranger. Playing the game with other people just helps you make better decisions because sometimes someone might be holding information or might have something that you don't know about or some squad info and stuff. So don't play FPL alone and just be, you know, hiding your team and be like, okay, I'm going to captain. I'm not going to tell these guys who I'm going to captain or whatever. Just try to spread the love. And at the end, no matter how you share your team, no one's going to have the exact same team as you do. So there will always be an, always be an edge somewhere, but still just share your thoughts, share your teams and share your captain picks. And, you know, talk about the game i think it helps everyone and i know it's definitely helped me this season uh so that would be my last bonus point uh so yeah i mean the most important part of the game is you know captain picks so for game week 36 who are you looking at who are you targeting or who who's your who's your captain salah (laughs) <laughs> Easy. Okay. Next. This is the,
1: this is the Easier, easiest captain, easiest captain
0: I've, choice. <laughs> I've,
1: ever, I've, I've ever had to decide. Yeah, um, so
0: I'm I'm going with Salah, man. Especially as they won United and they're like seriously back in the top four race. I was like, yeah, there's no yeah. Liverpool's not going to joke with this. And when Liverpool is not joking, you know Salah will be there in and this thing. West Brom's already relegated. And I think with West Brom is like most of their players that big Sambo were on loan. So, since they are redgate, I don't think Big Sam will bother playing those guys or something. I just want to give everyone a run out. And West Ham's strongest team has loan guys like diagnea and Yokozlu and Juan Hu. I don't know most of them, but West Brom, Salah, going for top four. I think Salah is a no-brainer. If you are, yep. you know, if you're in a league that you have Salah, people with Salah, you want to go something different. Dominic Cavalone is an interesting pick and emphasis on interesting. But for me, Salah, I think came to Salah. Do you have any other case you can make for anyone else?
1: Um strictly from an ownership perspective, I would say Harry Kane. Um definitely. Yeah. He's I do the because... team
0: like owes, owes us something at this point.
1: He he does, he does. I mean, there's a saying that no one is ever due returns in FPR, but you know, you just have to 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 hope and pray. <laughs> but um the one reason why um I am still choosing Salah over King, Is that regardless of how rubbish Wolves are, they hardly ever concede more than two. I, <laughs> so, I mean, I can recall
0: I can Woods going a hat and assisting one. But yeah, <laughs> they hardly do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, when it matters, you know, they 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 hardly yeah, ever concede I get you, more than. I get more you. than Definitely, two. Definitely, that's for sure. Um, that so that Wolves not. That's that's one reason why. Um, and I think, seeing as they would see this as you know a a a big game, they would be more. Um, I think the Burnley match where would 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 scored uh, the hat trick. I think it it was it was a bit of a shocker to them, you know. Um, but yeah, that's that's the main reason why I would pick Salah over Kane. And you know, if you know, in the rare event that you own neither Salah nor Kane, um, Danny Ings is a very interesting captain for me. You know, if I was in a position That's too, if
0: I, that's too interesting for me.
1: <laughs> if I was in a position where I didn't own Kane and I didn't own Salah, but for some reason I own Danny Ings, 100% I would captain Danny Ings this game week. Um no, Simply not- because simply because, you know, Fulham already relegated. Danny Ings is coming back from just scoring a brace, come back from a lengthy injury layoff and I think Southampton really, you know, as um, I think this is their final game at home, you know, I really, well, technically home, you know, um, stadium's empty, but I really do think that um, uh, if you, you know, like I said, in the event that you own neither Salah nor Kane, I don't know what you've been doing all season, but um, if you own ne- <laughs> neither of those players, I think, um, uh, I think uh, it's- a- a dark it's horse too to, long. To, it's too long. to to long. yeah I don't I don't the cap is 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 Danny Ings for me. What about you? Do you have any dark dark horses as captaincy?
0: I mean, this year doesn't sound like dark horse against our home to Sheffield. If I was in a different position right now, I would I would have you know tried just all that time times where I'll look at my my I'll look at the league, I look at what people want before I captain. And right now I just it doesn't just seem like DCL is the right choice for me. So he's an interesting one for people that want to do something different. Antonio as well. But I'm not even going to go into it long so if you want to try it. But for me I think Salah is as nailed on as, as ever. So I think game week thirty six, Captain Salah, if you want to Kane, Kane could also match Salah. If you want to go different, you could try Danny Ings this year or Antonio. Basically what we're saying. So uh we're not going to be have another episode when Game of thirty seven rolls on. So I'm going to run through Captain Pitch for Game of thirty seven. So I mean hit me. I'm going to let you run this one. I'm not even going to chip in
1: because uh Oh th- thirty seven uh, for me is, is is Salah again. Simply because oh, okay, I think then I'm going to I chip th- in. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I think personally, um the desire for Liverpool to at least try and finish as high as they can um, would force Salah and he's still chasing Golden Boots. So that's personal a personal ambition for him. And they're playing Burnley. Burnley's season has kind of ended since they're safe from relegation. They've done, you know, they've their their season practically ended once it was confirmed that uh, Fulham are relegated. They have nothing else to play for and 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 I really think that they would they would um as they, you know, they would raise leg for Liverpool. Or rather, <laughs> Liverpool would just, <laughs> Liverpool would just be too strong for them. So, I think captaining uh, Salah in 37 would be a goal for me as well.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, I thought you were going to go with the same thing I was going with. So, uh, that's why I said I'll let you run. But uh, Salah, not for me. Burnley is just... I don't like captaining players against Burnley. They just... Uh, They have not been good defensively this season, but they just... I don't know. You you don't know what's going to happen with them. So, for me, uh, like I said, fans are going back to Old Trafford. Uh, This will probably be Bruno's last game in the season because I don't think Bruno will play against Wolves three days before the Europa final. So, I think this could be his, you know... He's cutting call for this season and I feel like Bruno will put on his show. So Bruno against Fulham at home or already relegated Fulham. Fulham are also in the same situation with West Brom, with a lot of lone players. And I feel like those guys there's no real reason to play them anymore. So they might just bring in the guys that are probably going to be playing for them in the championships to see how the season. So if that if that's what happens, I think Bruno could go crazy. Uh thirty seven another uh, the other pick I will go with, if I hear noise around Bruno and stuff, is Harry Kane against Aston Villa. Aston Villa have lost, lost it when it comes to being good defensively. Good defense, they kept the clean sheet today, but being good defensively, I don't think Aston Villa are, are close to where they were. Where so, uh, for me, Kane's decision in 37 will will have to do a lot with his performance in 36. If I feel like I see Kane you know, blossoming, shining and being the king that I, I know and love, then I would probably think about him. But for now, thirty seven, in game thirty seven, Bruno is my captain. Salah is an interesting pick, like you said. Uh for me, just the just the fact that I don't know, maybe it's the name Bonley. Maybe Bonley's not as good as we think, but just Bonley just sounds like a defensive FPL team and I just don't <laughs> I just don't uh I don't like I don't like to do that. So but obviously Salah has something riding, but I just feel Old Trafford Mayu, I could see that game being like a 5 nil 5-1 and I just feel like Bruno is going to be in and on but that's still like a week from or a week, or less than a week from now so we could, a lot of things could change minds uh, if you don't want to go Bruno, if you want to go something something uh, more eccentric, I'll say Greenwood Greenwood's another good call because Greenwood obviously is someone that Mayu fans love and maybe they might be behind him and he could he could do, do you know go crazy and, yeah, for me, that's about it for 37. Bruno or Kane, Salah is an interesting pick. Uh, everything that happens in 36 uh, maybe my sway my decision. But right now, I think Bruno and Kane are where my my, my cap is, you know,
1: dancing. And your dance. captain can Okay, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Um, I have to agree with the Kane aspect as well. Villa have not looked like themselves. You know, that may have coincided with Grealish's injury, but I'm still not, you know, Confident in them defensively, um. So I'd have to go with you know Salah for me first choice in thirty seven, and then um, Kane would be my backup striker. You know if 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 Salah not yeah. available for that for that game okay. week.
0: I hear you. All right. I mean that's that's good. I think we've covered everything thirty six and 37 The transfers are covered. It's you know it's the comments coming to an end. So do you have any predictions for uh, this game week?
1: uh game week 36 don't mention brighton if
0: you mention brighton i'll just i'll cut you off man
1: i have been i'm two for two with my brighton predictions or at least my (laughs) the the fpl the brighton fpl assets let me not say the team the brighton fpl assets i've been i've been all right yeah so yeah yeah
0: yeah but this mess it up
1: this game game week i mean 36 i think we're going to see um I think it'll be Sigurdsson who will eat who would um who would flourish against, against Sheffield so United. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm hoping and praying it's it's Lewin, but you know, this is this is just a, <laughs> just a if prediction. So. If it's just a prediction, you know, I think I think um uh player wise, I think um Sigurdsson would be the highest scoring player in that in that in that fixture.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, makes sense for me. I'm just going to, I'm going to skip predictions for this week because last week I said Liverpool money was going to be nil nil and he ended up being four to so I was far wrong. So I feel like I give I've given myself a ban from predicting stuff. So I'm not going to say anything for this week. I'm uh, going to stick with your Sigurdsson pick. Uh, after that, I think that's it. Uh, good luck to everyone. Everyone that's listening. Thank you for listening uh three game weeks to go it's the, by uh it's like less than 10 days to the end of the season so if you're fighting for the top of your uh mini league whatever it is you're doing good luck hopefully it goes well for you and uh we'll be back uh next week to look at the final final game week game
1: of, of this season
0: That one's going to be you know interesting people who have different targets and different things uh so uh well, it's a wrap, it's a good night from me and thank everyone for listening. Do you have any last words, sir?
1: Last words, <laughs> I'd have to say, you know, if you didn't make it to 99 points this game week, I'll be back. <laughs> play, play.